Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Live from my island down in Florida, Amber Wilson with you. Also, Joe Fortenbaugh, fresh off of his very fancy Mexican vacation, so he can't even make fun of me right now. Are you tan? I can't tell in the lighting on our Zoom. Okay, so... It's weird lighting. You just got off the Daily Wager set like 20 seconds ago, so you probably have makeup on as well. So there's two versions of how Joe Fortenball looks right now. There's the current version, which you see in the Zoom, makeup done in a very precise fashion to make it look like an incredible base tan. Mm -hmm. Then there's the Joe Fortenball that is sunburnt like a lobster because he fell for the (laughs) trick at the resort where they put suntan lotion out and they're like, yeah, complimentary lotion. I assume that's going to be sunblock, powerful stuff. So I wipe it on everywhere. I jump in the pool. I live the dream all day. I come to find out they're like, yeah, this is 15. 15? Who's handing out 15? You might as well hand out coconut oil. So yeah, (laughs) I'm pretty burned. Some people, I guess, like the 15 if they're trying to get a tan, but you're right, 15, probably not strong enough for some of us that are a bit more fair. So I saw a weird tweet from you, though, on vacation. You actually took your time while you were in Mexico with your wife to send out a tweet that you get a good stretch in before a pool day. Have to. Which is very odd. I had numerous co-hosts last week. I can't even remember who I brought this up to. I think Michael Rostein, uh, and he did not stretch before a pool day. We both found it peculiar. Why do you need to stretch before laying at a pool? I mean, do you stretch before the Super Bowl? Do you stretch before game not, six of the World I'm not Series? Play, am I playing in these things? If I'm playing in them, probably. Now, you see, that's the problem. You go down to the pool and you look at it completely different than I do. I go down to the pool after a very rigorous stretching session and I see the people I've seen from the day before and I nod. I nod because there are other guys down there that are going to try to drink more Palomas than me. And Mm. we don't know if the resort is going to run out of said Palomas. So basically, it's about sending the message. You get down there, you eye each other up. There's a girl's trip. There might be a, a, a bachelorette party. There might be old couples, young couples. There might be some kids. You know the guys that are down there trying to handle their business. And we all recognize each other on day one heading into the weekend. And it's about sending a message early. And if you go down there without stretching or loosening up, you're dead in that heat, Amber. You're dead. If you say so, the things that go through the mind of men, I'm I'm not sure (laughs) that it just hits the same way for women. So you're trying to send a message to everybody else at the pool. Daniel Jones is apparently trying to send his own message to the New York Giants. Uh, That's how you do it here. Joe and Amber, we're taking you up until 9 o'clock Eastern. Daniel Jones has been represented by CAA since the sixth overall draft pick out of Duke was drafted back in 2019. He is represented by them reportedly no more. He is firing his agent. He's hiring new ones. There's reports out there that he's going to go with athletes first. And this is all, of course, when he's trying to get a contract out of the New York Giants. They picked up and exercised his fifth-year option. So right now, they've got to pay the man or they've got to franchise the man. Now, we figured, sure, Daniel Jones, right? He proved himself, Joe. It looks like there's a future for him with this organization. This shouldn't be too hard to get a deal done. Well, maybe not so quickly. Because now (laughs) there's reports that this man wants 45 
million dollars. So Daniel Jones considers himself apparently one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Before I get your thoughts on that, let's hear from Jeff Darlington, ESPN's NFL reporter. He was on Get Up about how firing his agents impacts the Giants. That has nothing to do necessarily with an ongoing negotiations, but it does sort of set the clock back to zero on those talks. They will start those talks with Daniel Jones now. They have already begun talks with Saquon Barkley, although I am told there's still a gap there in where they need to get. So essentially, the Giants will spend this coming month talking to the reps of both guys, see where they can get, and then March 7th, they'll probably look at it and say, all right, which guy's taking the deal? Both of you can take the deals. One of you can take the deal and we will tag the other. And suddenly there's a little bit of a leverage game going on with the Giants, Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. So that's here. The, here lies the problem for the New York Giants, right? Because they can tag one of these guys, but they're not tagging both. And they've got to work out deals. And right now they're far apart, apparently, with everybody. So let's start with the $45 million per year ask. Amazing. Reported ask on behalf of Daniel Jones. And that is just... I'm also asking ESPN for $45 million per year. Right? Like, I mean, ask for it. Might as well. Might Might as as well. well. I mean, that is just bravo on behalf of Jones and his agents. Because let's be honest, you're not going to come out and ask for $11 million, right? You're going to aim high. Take your shot. Shoot your shot and see what they think of you. See what they come back with. Now, if I'm the Giants, I'd probably come back with 45 bucks a year. And now that we're all done (laughs) laughing, we can start having real negotiations. Here's a list of the players that average 45 or more million dollars per year in the quarterback market. Aaron Rodgers, your boy, 50 Mm. million a year. Russell Wilson, 48 million a year. Kyler Murray, 46 million a year. Deshaun Watson, 46 million a year. 45 million dollars for Patrick Mahomes. And that's your list. Five guys, Rodgers, Wilson, Murray, Watson, and Mahomes. Now, each year, New guys get more money because you reset the market and because of inflation and all the other things. The salary cap goes up. People pay more, but you are not going to be able to get $45 million if you're Daniel Jones. I love the, shall we say, testicular fortitude of rolling out there and saying that, but that's not what's going to be coming from the New York Giants. Uh, also, we could uh, use uh, some sort of uh, feminine use, euphemism as well, obviously, sure. for to... to, uh, to signify the fortitude that it takes to ask for something that frankly you don't deserve because i mean this is a guy that we didn't know if he was going to have a future with his team like a matter of months ago he had a good season he didn't win a super bowl for them he had a good season and we got to a point with daniel jones where we thought okay you know what the giants should try to keep this guy also saquon resurgence there coming off the injury saquon still showed us that saquon barkley can still be saquon barkley that's a scary proposition though at that position it's a scarier proposition to pay that position than daniel Jones position. The problem with the Daniel Jones conversation is if we've seen a year of it. So either of these scenarios for the Giants, when you're talking big bucks and right now the team and the player are far apart, are frankly difficult situations, I think, for the Giants to navigate. Now, if they franchise Daniel Jones, which I think is a heavy possibility here, if they can't get something worked out, it would cost them $32.4 million for the non-exclusive tag for a quarterback this upcoming season. So they are still going to be paying him well over 30 if they franchise him that all counts against the cap that leaves them a lot less flexibility that's the problem with that if you're the Giants it's not just the number it's that you can't do anything in terms of the structuring of a franchise tag to help you out to build around Daniel Jones you would think Daniel Jones has a lot of reason to help 
the Giants also, because if he's going to sign a five-year deal with them, try to make it cap-friendly so that they can help you and they can get you more help. But at the same time, I guess the flip side argument to that, if you're Daniel Jones, is I need to get all the dollars that I can right now because just a year ago, everybody thought I was about to be a backup in the league. Yeah, greed is good, according to Gordon Gecko. Go for it. Go get your bag. I mean, $30 million when you talk about the, what did you say, the non-exclusive tag? Thirty million exclusive quarterback. Tag. Thirty million for a quarterback 4. for one year. That's reasonable. That sounds crazy to some people. Tannehill's making twenty nine point five. His average per year. Matt Ryan's average per year was thirty million. Carson Wentz's average is thirty two million. Jared Goff thirty three point five. Kirk Cousins thirty five. Like Daniel Jones, if they give him a decent offensive line and they continue to add some weapons. Under Brian Dable, yeah. If you're going to pay that for one year, I think that might be worth the rest. You got to see what you've got. People will look at all the years that Daniel Jones has played in New York and they're going to use the the sum total. You can really only use the year under Dable. That's the most important Mm -hmm. year. And if you feel like you have something there, give it at least one more year on the tag, explore that option, and go from there. I don't see anything wrong with that. Jordan Renan was in his article saying that according to sources, the expectation prior to Daniel Jones agent switch was that a long-term deal with Jones would come in at more than 35 million per. So now he's asking for 10 million more per than that. It seems with this agent switch again, I also am asking ESPN for $45 million a year. <laughs> so is Joe. I'm just going to speak for Joe. Joe Fortenbaugh also asking ESPN for $45 no, million. No, 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 ESPN. I'm very humble. I'm very content. I'm not a guy who likes to make a lot of noise. It's just Amber asking for the $45 million, <laughs> which I still think is a great move on your behalf. Great. You know, just ask for it. Listen, asking for it. <laughs> Asking for is one thing. Getting it is a whole other thing. And I don't think that there's any chance Daniel Jones is going to come in at that number. Coming up next here on Joe and Amber. could Also, me. I'm pretty sure I'm not coming near that number either. Could Derek (laughs) Carr be calling the Big Apple his new home? Joe and Amber's on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to us on the ESPN app. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The 
playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Joe and Amber podcast. One of our bosses texted me and denied my request for $45 million a year, Joe. Seems a little unfair, like no room for conversation, but there you go. So my request has been denied. I'm also here to tell you Daniel Jones' request, I believe, <laughs> has been denied. Maybe next time, million ask him for $45 million over like five years. And then maybe it'll be like, all right, <laughs> we'll let's, let's do some division. Figure this one out. Smith make? Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I don't think it's going to happen for Amber Wills, and I'm also not sure it's going to happen for Daniel Jones. Joe and Amber rolling along here on ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio, of course, is presented to you by Progressive Insurance. It is not only Daniel Jones who's looking to be paid. Derek Carr is also looking to be paid. He is on an open market right now and looking for a new home. One of those new homes could be the New York Jets. He met with the New York Jets, reportedly a good meeting, but are the New York Jets saving themselves for another suitor. Jeff Darlington, ESPN's NFL reporter, was on Greeny earlier about Carr's visit with the Jets. Well, we know the Jets have an interesting predicament on their hands, guys. Um, the, the visit went really well, I'm told, and not necessarily surprising at all. Uh, there was, you know, Derek Carr is a very likable person, and uh, the Jets have an organization that was excited about meeting him. So the question now, though, that will linger over Florham Park is what to do. We've talked about this as a hypothetical, the idea that Derek Carr could be a person that they would like to sign, but they also would have potentially have to wait on Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to figure out what they're doing. Um, that is the reality now. Aaron Rodgers is currently debating his future on a darkness retreat, reportedly. Uh, nobody knows what Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is going to do. By the way, Aaron Rodgers under contract with the Green Bay Packers. So the Packers also have to be willing to part ways with Aaron Rodgers, trade him away. The Jets would have to be willing to come up to the plate with whatever the Packers want, right? Being involved in that decision. Like, there's a lot of moving parts here, and we don't even know if Aaron Rodgers wants to play football anymore because he could be mulling his retirement for all we know. One in the hand is worth two in the bush, Joe, right? That's what they say. That's the old saying there. I think they're talking about birds, not quarterbacks, but I feel like it's applicable to the situation. I want to throw something at you, and I want to get your response. And I want to see how Jets fans or anyone courting Derek Carr in a certain situation would feel about the following. We talked about this on Daily Wager today, ESPN 2, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. That's how you plug it. Derek Carr in his NFL career... When the temperature hits 37 degrees or colder, is 0-8 with an offense that has scored 20 or more points one time. I'm going to say that one more time. In his NFL career, when the weather hits 37 degrees or colder. So think about how many years he's been in the league. He's only played in eight games, 37 degrees or colder. 0-8, 20 or more points one time. 
It was a problem at Fresno State as well. He's a California kid who spent his entire career in the Bay Area and Vegas. So if you're a Jets fan, road games at Buffalo, New England, Miami, not really a problem. Home games at the Meadowlands. What do you think about that? I I think there's a little cause for concern. I do think that there's a difference between living in it, working in it daily, and then just having to do it on the road very occasionally. Because only eight times in his whole career? Like, that seems shocking to me, considering how long he's been doing this thing for. So I, I would say that, sure, it's like a little... It's one of those wonky statistics it's like gives you a little pause but don't you think you'd adjust i don't know i'm a floridian i feel like i'm not the barometer on this i have lived in one place my entire life and i too am 0 and 8 in 37 or below yeah. <laughs> but at the same time i guess i have this idea in my head that if i actually lived somewhere cold that i would somewhat adjust to thriving in that environment Thriving's a that now that's a big stretch. Now maybe you can adjust and perform well or adequately to thrive in an environment like that. And let's keep in mind that he was playing for the Raiders. It's not like he played on a lot of good teams. Of course he's gonna lose some of those games. The key is the fact that his offense is rarely top twenty points per game. But I think about that when you're thinking about the New York Jets, because last year they had a top five defense in terms of scoring. They were number one in the NFL in opponent yards per play. They've got the defense to win games. The mm-hmm. offense ranked 29th in scoring he would be an upgrade the question is an upgrade by how much is it going to be worth the money because again you talk about these rookie contracts being the key to having a lot of success in the nfl he's not coming in on a rookie deal Mm -hmm. and you're not necessarily going to be in a position where you can wait around for aaron Rodgers. if if you pass on car and miss and Rodgers goes elsewhere what's your plan garoppolo right or stays there because that's also a possibility for Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, I feel like the most likely scenario is he is a Green Bay backer next, if in fact he's playing football at all, so he could just stay where he is. We have no idea the availability. Derek Carr is an upgrade any way you cut it over their other option, which I assume is still Zach Wilson at this point, but you're right. Where do you go if you miss out on Derek Carr? This is always the gamble that you're making, and it it is applicable to all sorts of situations in life, right? Like, at what point do you just settle down with the significant other as opposed to you know always looking for the next thing the next is hottest zach thing wilson the next rant? one the up i'm just saying that, is this is one know, of your zach I mean, wilson here, rants it's not it's not i did not turn into a zach wilson rant and again, right. i'm not related to zach wilson i should say that off the top my point is smell the little Carr bit is there. there he's in the building Derek Carr is available as a quarterback and yes he would not be on a rookie deal at the quarterback position which is typically the recipe for success in this day and age in the NFL. The Jets may be, though, an unusual situation because they do have a whole bunch of guys on rookie deals, including the offensive and defensive rookie of the year. So that's helpful that at the other positions, they've at least hit on those deals and those guys are all locked in on rookie contracts. This is going to be fascinating to watch play out because he's going to be in high demand, but you're ultimately going to have that discussion as to whether the... whether the performance will meet the demand. Because right now, every team's excited. Every team is 0-0. Every team's looking at their draft picks, their cap space. They're looking at free agents. They're thinking, how do we get better? How do we win the offseason so that we can go into the regular season and take a big step forward? And the Jets are just one of those teams that you realize watching them last year, not to knock your boy Zach Wilson, your long-lost cousin, Amber Wilson, <laughs> but the, the, just the idea that if they had had somewhat competent quarterback play, 
they're probably threatening a playoff spot. And Derek Carr strikes a lot of Jets fans, I'm sure, as a guy that can get them over that hump. But is Derek Carr going to be a guy that can take you deep in the playoffs? Because that's another question. It's one thing to improve your roster. It's another thing to be the guy who can get you to the promised land. And then the AFC with Mahomes guarding the gate and Burrow and Allen closely behind and Lamar Jackson possibly coming back and Aaron Rodgers possibly coming over. It's going to be very difficult to make a deep run in that conference. If I'm Derek Carr also, I'm not loving being in this situation where they're waiting to flirt potentially with Aaron Rodgers, right? Like that can't be a very good feeling. It's like, hey, I want to date you, but you're over here waiting for the next hot thing to see if she wants you instead. Then you're going to decide if you want me. I'd be like, deuces. I'd be out so fast. Maybe it's not (laughs) as offensive to him because it's Aaron Rodgers. Does that help? If you're Derek Carr, you're like, all right, I get it a little bit. That dude has three MVPs under his belt. I don't know. If I'm Derek car I might be moving on pretty quickly and considering my other options that maybe aren't waiting for Aaron Rodgers coming up next found off on the most intriguing headlines of the last few days Joe and Amber is on ESPN radio you can also listen to us on the ESPN app Robert Half research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring if you have open roles chances are you're feeling this too that's why you need Robert Half Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Joe and Amber podcast. Coming down the stretch of the seven o'clock hour here on Joe and Amber ESPN radio is presented to you by progressive insurance. Lots of moving parts in the NBA. We're going to get to some of the latest movements in just moments. Help people in areas affected by the Turkey earthquake, including Turkey and Syria. Please visit redcross.org slash ESPN to help the Red Cross respond. That is redcross.org slash ESPN. So some new landing spots for some of the games 
previous biggest names anyways, Russell Westbrook. I mean, still a huge name there, Joe, right? Even if he's no longer at the height of his game, he is no longer a Los Angeles Laker. He is now, though, still in Los Angeles. It appears he is going to be signing with the Los Angeles Clippers. Russell Westbrook doesn't have to move his kids, doesn't have to move houses, doesn't really have to move much at all. Uh, Just has to now put on a Clippers uniform. Kevin Love has agreed to terms with the Miami Heat after receiving a buyout from the Cleveland Cavaliers and Patrick Beverly is on his way it appears to Chicago he's finalizing a deal with the Chicago Bulls so let's start with Russell Westbrook though because I think that this is probably the most interesting of these I'm saying that as a Heat fan Uh, but Russell Westbrook Los Angeles Clippers reportedly Joe this has a lot to do with Westbrook's desire to play for a contender the Clippers are a very good team very very good team when those guys are healthy The problem, of course, has been the health of this team overall. I don't know if Westbrook changes that equation. The people you speak to out here in Las Vegas in the sports betting industry, some of them, some whom I I very much respect who have had a lot of of success in their careers, they believe the Clippers are the best team in the NBA Mm -hmm. when fully healthy. Mm -hmm. And to your point, you, you rarely see that. You rarely see that. Kawhi Leonard's played in, I think, 30 games this season. You know, the second half of back to backs, the rest, all that stuff. Conversation for another segment. But when you look at the Clippers and the Westbrook edition, they were 11-1 to to win the title. They got moved to 9-1. to So there's a little juice there. If you're looking at the Clippers and you like them based on some of their transactions over the last couple weeks, it's not the Westbrook transaction that should get you going. It's the acquisitions of Eric Gordon and Mason Plumlee because Gordon is huge for their backcourt and Plumlee's big because they needed a backup center that could pull down some rebounds off the glass. So those were the moves you want to pay attention to. Russ... I don't know what kind of minutes he can give you. He's the second highest paid guy in the NBA, and it seems like everywhere he goes, he's playing a style of basketball that no longer works well in the National Basketball Association. I think on paper, this is the best team in the NBA. Uh, Certainly the best team in the Western Conference on paper from top to bottom. The problem is, are all those pieces on paper going to be available to you and available to you for long enough for you to really make a postseason run? That's been the problem with the Los Angeles Clippers. The coaching ain't the problem. The names on that roster ain't the problem. It's the availability that's been the problem. Right now, the Clippers look phenomenal. Russell Westbrook joins that team, of course, with Kawhi, with Paul George at 34 years old. And although Russell Westbrook has taken a lot of heat here over the last two years and frankly it felt like became the scapegoat for the Los Angeles Lakers like every problem with the Lakers was a problem with Russell Westbrook and none of it was fair this season in particular like yes they had their problems meshing last season this season Westbrook's been playing pretty well actually like low-key good Westbrook was for the Lakers this season and again still kind of remained that scapegoat for that organization some of that had to do with the monster size of his contract for the Lakers and he goes to Utah he agrees to the buyout he ends up with the Clippers so some of that is just the pure size of the contract which is not always fair when you're talking about the evaluation of a player if you're not looking at the actual numbers but now you're just looking at him in a Clippers uniform and he's no longer attached to that monster number where he's going to ruin the future of your franchise because of what he commands from a salary cap perspective. If you're just looking at what he can contribute to this team, I actually feel like this is the rich getting richer. Again, 
all comes down to availability, but I feel like this is a good little signing for the Clippers. If we're if things were to work out, it's it's hard for me to get excited about this Clippers team though, because I've also thought previously they were one of the best teams on paper in the NBA. It never works out because they can never play. They're 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 not going to have to pay him a lot of money. Like if you right. go back to what he was making in LA, it looked ridiculous. But now that he's been bought out, they can bring him in on a contract that makes a lot more sense in terms of the conversation of whether or not you should sign Russell Westbrook. You know, forty five million dollars a year. It's like no way. But if he's coming in at eight, ten, whatever it may mm-hmm. be, higher, I don't know. You look at that and you say, all right, here's a guy who, unlike everyone else on the roster, is available. He's appeared in fifty two games this season. He's scoring 15 points a game. If he's coming off the bench, he can give you some pretty good minutes. The problem is he's not a good three-point shooter, which is kind of something that's important in this day and age. He's shooting 29% this season, which you don't want him putting it up from deep. He's not particularly great on the defensive end of the court, which is another problem. So when you have him out there, you have to wonder, is he more liability or is he more asset? If he's, if he's eating up some minutes, so guys like Gordon and Kawhi and Paul George – can rest up on the side, I can understand it because you're going to need some decent bench minutes once you get to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he embraced that sixth man role coming off the bench for the Lakers, and that's really where he thrived this season, averaging almost 16 points a game, over six rebounds a game, seven and a half assists uh, playing about 29 minutes per game. I mean, I think that he can be a nice little addition that provides them some additional depth there in Los Angeles, but again, this comes down to Kawhi and Paul George and the availability of those guys in terms of whether they can actually win a championship that play that team is constructed to win a championship uh it never comes to fruition speaking of championships a guy making the move in kevin love of course an nba champion in the past an olympic champion a FIBA world cup champion like kevin love has done it in his career now he finds himself on the miami heat it ain't often that a vet wants to go from a team that is a contender and wants to force a buyout, which is what he did here because the Cleveland Cavaliers are also a contender. Sure, you could argue the Heat are in that position. They're seventh. They're going to make a postseason. The Cavs are sitting at fourth in that conference. Kevin Love won it out. He agrees to the buyout. He goes to a Miami Heat team that had an open roster spot. I am a Miami Heat fan. I'd be a lot more excited about this if this was 2016. That's just the reality of it. K-Love can't stay healthy. Classic Miami move, culture guy who's going to come in, give you hard minutes. I mean, he's averaging 8, 6, and 2 in 20 minutes per game this season, so there's not a lot left in the tank, but he's got championship experience, and he's going to fit in right away. Yeah, when you pull his numbers over the past 15 NBA seasons, it looks great. Like, this is a huge get. I I don't know what I can expect out of Kevin Love. I mean, it's fine for the Heat to have done this, but again, uh, I'm not sure that this is putting us over the edge as a Miami Heat fan. Coming up next, our train's negative impacting the NBA. We'll get into some more player movements. This has been the Joe and Amber podcast. You can listen to Joe and Amber live weeknights from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, or on your smart speaker. Joe and Amber, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 